guys. This is episode three of Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is L. This is B, And today we have a special guest called Jay. And she's actually my 15-year-old sister. So, Jay, you want to just introduce yourself a little bit, but not too much? <laughs> um, I'm Jay. I'm in high school. I'm a sophomore. I play soccer. <laughs> Sorry, too much information. <laughs> Uh, uh, are you dating anyone? Yes, I am. You are. It's been 11 months, so. Wow. So Jay Today. is here to give us the very experienced um, <laughs> high school and just like younger person perspective on dating. Yeah. This is what we're going to ask you. All our thoughts about, you know, high school. Is, is it the same? We're basically a couple years out. I mean, eight? Eight. Eight or nine years out of high school ourselves. So we just, we kind of thought it'd be fun to find out, you know, high school, like dating in our time versus what the kids are doing these days. What's happening? What is a jewel? You know, (laughs) is, does, is anyone on Facebook? Like, Mm, barely. So yeah, well, let's just jump into it. Um, High school relationship. How do you, so you're dating someone for 11 months. I think in high school time, that's like four years. That seems like so long. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, it really has been a long time. Like, even people are just like, are you guys going to get married? I was like, whoa, relax. Oh, my God. Relax. Oh my God. So, it's so like, dramatic. It's like 11 months, guys, right? Like, it's a big deal because, I mean, more people are dating nowadays. Like, you'd be surprised in my grade. I know I can easily name 10 people who are dating people. But a lot of them are outside of school. Nobody really dates in school. That's not how it works. Really? Nope. So are they dating people from, like, other high schools? Yeah. Uh, they're dating, like, private school boys. Oh, yeah. I, I like remember that phase. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do remember that being, like, a thing. It was, like, I mean, I feel like there were a lot of, like, couples, like, in my grade that, like, you know, both went to my school. Um but, but it's, like I, that, it's like that line. It's like, oh, yeah, I um, had a girlfriend in summer camp. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but this, like, like this was, like, kind of, like, people on the fringe. Like, the girls who, like, you know, were too cool to date the guys in mm-hmm. our grade. That's so exactly. they, like, dated, you know, the prep school boys mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, and, yeah, I think there is the opportunity to fabricate a little more <laughs> there, um, which is might be why they did it. But uh. So how does a 15-year-old communicate with other 15-year-olds? Like, what is your main form of communication? Mm, probably Snapchat. Even over texting. Snapchat is usually how I communicate with people. Why? I don't know. I think just Snapchat has recently become, like, so there. Like, it's just, it's the place where people talk to each other when they're flirting, and they talk to each other to get to know each other and maybe hook up or maybe become a thing or something. It's just, like, the easiest and fastest form of communication. At least that's how I feel. Because as soon as you see a Snapchat from somebody, you open it. It's as simple as that. I kind of agree with that. I mean, I I feel like Snapchat is a way, is like a sort of non-committal way to start a conversation with someone because you can just snap them like a picture of your face or just something funny that you see or whatever. And you kind of get conversation going without like having to invest like, you know, the energy in like, hey, how's it going? I thought of this funny thing and I want to talk to you about it via text, you know? It's just like a I quick mean, little, I'm thinking of you. Yes, but like in the dating realm, I I hate Snapchat because it's just like another form of communication that you're hyper stressed about, someone checking. And I've literally been texting a guy and then I sent him a Snapchat and then he opened my Snapchat. Maybe he didn't message me back. You know, like things like that yeah. happen. You know, there's accountability on Snapchat. Yeah. And it's like red receipts, which like, do people use red receipts? Barely. I know 
that I know like two people who's read receipts, but that's it. I mean, I can say the same, and I'm 25. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it ever really caught on. <laughs> yeah. No, but also the great thing about Snapchat is that, you know, when you're talking to someone via text, and then all of a sudden the conversation kind of drops. If that happens over Snapchat, all you have to do is just send a picture of yourself, and then they keep snapping back. Right, like you- a nude, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, you send, like, a lot of snaps. I'm not going to lie. And of, like, your face, I'm not looking the greatest. So, <laughs> like, why? Like, I am so carefully curated the vision of myself I put online that it's so weird for me to just take, like, a Snapchat. Like, even, I can't, I can't, even my whatever snaps are just still, no, like, curated I, a bit. I still make sure I'm, like, getting all my right angles, that oh, the yeah. light's hitting my face right, that I look good before I send, like, a what seems like a casual, like, uh, Monday selfie. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's real bad. You could have put a dog face filter over it. (laughs) Right. Right. Some kind of that, that one that kind of just like airbrushes you. Um, on this, on a similar note, I want to talk about Instagram because there's this whole thing about Finstas, which is something we have in our, like, I guess, generation as well. I I have a Finsta. I will say I do. I do not have a Finsta. I have multiple Instagrams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gray area. But they're not, I think to, for an Instagram to be a Finsta. So for those listeners out there who maybe don't know what a Finsta is, it's a fake Instagram. But it's about almost like a Sasha Fierce version of you if you're Beyonce. You know, it's... it's like your it, alter ego. Right. Usually these things are no filter. They're just your innermost thoughts. They're like you not looking great, not feeling your greatest, like, like, taking shitty pictures but they're the narrative I think is in the copy like in the caption it's more about like you're sharing like a, a state and a time it's very interesting from like an anthropological <laughs> 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 point of view <laughs> I don't have one but just okay. I, I don't have one but you have one Jay I do I do have one um and so does that have any impact on dating like like would you immediately let your boyfriend follow your Finsta when you guys first started dating? Or did you even have your Finsta at that point? I did have my Finsta at that point. And actually, the interesting is, is that my boyfriend, who I have right now, who I've been dating for 11 months, we were talking for a solid month, over a month, before we started dating. So we talked about asking each other out. And, like, we talked about how he would do it and what would happen. And, like, he did surprise me just... He thought it was great in the moment. He kept me waiting. He kept me on edge. Like, oh, is he going to ask me out now? Because it's so romantic. It's the perfect time. Oh, and he so doesn't. So innocent and cute. He doesn't, you know? And then he just waits for the right moment. So I actually did let him follow my offensive because we became best friends. And then something else happened. So that's just how it kind of worked with me. So I was lucky in that case. I didn't have to go through the whole, like, oh, my God, should I let him see the real me? Is he going to accept it? Is he just going to dip? Is he going to leave? Yeah. Do you ever feel the pressure to, like, you want to share something about your relationship on your Finsta, but you know he's going to see it? So do you, like, with, do you not post it or do you post it? I, oof, that's a touch, that's a really tough question. I have sometimes, but if I know it's, like, I'm in deep shit. Like, I'm just like, this is one of the fights that I feel like could go, we completely break up or we get over it. So when that happens, I just like post about me being sad and just stuff uh, like that. I've seen those. I don't really. <laughs> I've been like incredibly vague. I leave details out. Right, right. It's but... like a subtweet. It's the modern mm. equivalent of a subtweet. Oh my God. This is amazing. <laughs> so um, I have a question for both of your Finstas. Who do you let follow your Finsta? 
like uh, L. Why don't you go first? Okay, so my Finsta was not like I feel like I didn't even know about the actual Finsta thing. I actually made like an alter ego Twitter like two years ago just because I didn't want to keep tweeting to the audience of like every shitty person I went to high school and college with. Like I just wanted to tweet and like follow people who I actually thought were funny and enjoyed, you know, having their content on my feed. Um, and, and I just wanted something that like, wasn't like, you know, it just wasn't the people that I knew in real life. So I made my second Twitter from that. And then I made, um, my Finsta under the same, like under the same thought process, um, maybe a year or so ago and did the same thing, just posted things that I thought were funny, followed people that I actually enjoyed following. Um, and kind of just was able to like vent and be honest. And then the whole Finsta thing caught on and I was like, oh, that's why people keep calling it that. Um, <laughs> you grandma. So, yeah. So, I mean, at first I didn't follow anyone I knew in real life. I just like followed like other internet personalities that I was similar to. Um, so I didn't have it on private and I wasn't like afraid of people I knew in real life seeing it. And then apparently it started suggesting that account to my other friends mm-hmm. on my other account as like someone that they might like to follow. Oh, and then shit. people started finding it. And that's when I had to put it on private. So. Most I have, things um, does seem to be private. That they do, they do. But being that I was ahead of the curve, I didn't under, I didn't know that this uh, right. kind of unwritten rule was in place. Yeah, there, yeah. So now I just have like a couple close friends. Actually, one of my exes does follow my Finsta, um, and he likes my posts and like comments on things every once in a while. Oh. Um, this was actually the one I mentioned in the last episode who um, had commitment issues and broke up with me on the day of my housewarming because he, like, didn't want to take the next step and meet my friends um, and just wanted to be friends from there on out. So do you just let him follow? you block him or anything? I didn't block him on anything. We ended on, like, you're a great girl, Al, but, like, I'm not ready for commitment. This is a problem I've always had. I hope in the future we can be friends. Me giving him a piece of my mind and being like, I will never be your friend, and then eventually us becoming friends. Um, so yeah, so which is ultimately never really gonna right. truly happen with though, someone. Though honestly, I will say, like, I have no attraction to him anymore, and I don't feel like he does either. We talk to each other about like our current dating situations, um, and like this is really like the one exception to the rule that I can say, I you truly, yeah, that I can say truly holds true. Um, so yeah, so he follows my finsta, but other than that, it's just like either random people that I don't know in real life or like a couple close real life friends <clears throat> that I feel comfortable letting follow that content. Right. How about you, Jay? Who follows your Finsta? Basically everyone in my grade. And it's okay. I did not want that because I wanted it to be completely honest, 100% unfiltered Jay. Oh, Jay. So everybody finds out about your Finsta. Everyone in your grade, your friends, your extended friends, your People you talk to. Your high school teachers. <laughs> Honestly, probably. <laughs> but um, if you don't let someone follow your Finsta, but their friend does follow your Finsta, there's immediately drama, tease, like everything. There's, some, there's a problem. Everybody thinks you're mad at them or that you have an issue with this person when in reality, you're just, you're not close to them. So because of that, I have... I'm sorry, did you just say T's or teeth? Teeth. 
Oh. Like teas, like, you know, like spill the tea, spill the dish. Like, okay, like, see, this is completely different. I knew that there was some young person slang popping in that I did not understand. <laughs> um, I'm sure we're going to get on slang then. Can you, can you just quickly tell us what spilling the tea is? Because this is a phrase I heard for the first time a few months ago via you. So spilling the tea is like spilling the drama, spilling whatever issue happened, problem, what's going on with who. Like, it's it's very dramatic in that sense when you're just like, oh, spill the tea. Like, let me know what happened in detail. Like, all of this. Okay. I need to know. Okay, so tea is spilt, one might say, when you don't let someone follow your Finsta, but their friends all follow you. So they've seen your content and they're like, why does Jay not want me to see this? Exactly. And it's just a matter of being close to the person. If I'm not comfortable with them, I don't want them following my Finsta. But right. as a result... To prevent all that drama, I have, like, 170 followers followers on my Finsta. What? That's a lot. That That's is like, a lot. Yeah. So, w- do you change your content now, or? I just, instead of being 100% unfiltered, I'm, like, 80% unfiltered. I have to watch what I say. I need to Ugh. just... It, it's really a struggle. And do you feel like that defeats the whole point of even having a Finsta? It really does. The content on there is just, like, me making fun of myself. But it's nothing personal. It's nothing I can really express to a close group of friends. Like, I don't know. That's tough. That is. Uh, we also wanted to know what you think of um, us as people oh in your 20s. Uh, yeah, what is, something or what is, like, the young person view on, like, 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 when you think about, like, people in their 20s who, like, are post-grad and, you know, either living on Single. their own or just, yeah. Like, whatever it is. Like, what what are your impressions? Yeah. Well, I mean, growing up, I feel like there's always been this kind of awe in the 90s kid. So, like, everybody in their 20s, they're, they're a 90s kid. So, I still think, and I think a lot of people glorify that, because they're just like, oh, the 90s was... It was super hip. It was super cool. All these cartoons. Because uh. there was, like, all these cartoons, all these infamous snacks that went out of, like, uh. <laughs> like selling or whatever. Like, all of that stuff, people still find cool. And they, like, yeah. even... Back and- in my day, Barbie only had two races. <laughs> Actually, not true. I remember getting an Indian Barbie for Christmas once, and it was amazing. She was wearing a sari. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> That's actually so funny. Um, it was my favorite for a little bit. <laughs> okay, so people love the 90s still. Yeah, and I feel like that's why high-waisted jeans and crop tops and, like, all of that kind of stuff, scrunchies, is stuff that people in high school are wearing all the time. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. That so, is cool. I think, like, being in your 20s to a lot of high schoolers seems unreal. Like, you're out of school. You're done with this. You're done with that. You don't have to go to college. You don't have to answer to anybody. You can do whatever you want. But I think it's a really immature view on your 20s do high school kids really think they don't have to get to they don't have to go to college that was like when you're 20s you're basically done like let's say you graduate college at 21 i misunderstood i totally thought you meant like you know once you're out of high school you can just like oh no no, no, do nothing okay okay, (laughs) it's true all our education is behind us for the most part yeah i don't feel this optimism that you're selling to us that's what because like it's just a glorified it's it's what they want to think it's what they want to believe when they get to their 20s they're not going to know what they're doing probably they don't know what job they're going into their relationship life will be a mess i'm sorry if i'm like shading you guys i'm really not trying to but like we have not corrected you (laughs) um so like what like is your personal view on like 
dating apps and like you know like meeting strangers and everything yeah. like it's like no you would do because i'm sure this is gonna exist by the time now you're in would. college um well i've been very vocal about this especially to be but i hate dating apps i hate meeting people on the internet and just looking at a picture of someone and instantly calculating your head oh they look like a nice person to smash up. Let's swipe right. Like, just like stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. I need to go out with her. You don't know yeah. anything about her. You don't know what she's like. That's a very romanticized view of it's dating. Very sweet and very innocent. I know it is, and I know it's so unreal. And I blame it on all the rom-coms I've watched. But to be honest, at the same time, I'm not going to just settle. I don't want to rush anything. I don't want to have to look for someone. I just, and I know that's completely unreal, but... I don't know, just the whole idea of dating apps, I find so, I don't know, superficial. Right. Do you think any of your friends would ever go on dating apps, like, if you were in college or something? For sure. Yeah? Mostly because, like, I mean, I know that a lot of my guy friends were, because they're all fuckboys and thirsty and whatever, but uh, I think a lot of the girls were, too, because although they, although they don't want to admit it, they're, they're hoes. <laughs> um, you touched on something I, I really want to go back on. What would you describe as a fuckboy? Well, in high school, it's not a lot of fucking going around, but um, (laughs) (laughs) there is that whole, I talk to a guy. I, like, that's that's the phrase. I talk to a guy. When you're talking to somebody, you're flirting back and forth on Snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had that term back in our day, too, talking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're not that old. (laughs) But, um... It's basically the same premise, just without fucking. It's just like, oh, you talk to someone for a bit, and then... But, like, what makes a fuckboy a fuckboy? Probably just... They 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 really... They don't stick to one person. They don't talk to the same person. They talk to multiple girls at a time. They hook up with girls sometimes. But it's, uh, it's just a lot of what they do, what they post, how they act, the way they... They're douchebags, you know? They right, don't right, treat right. people with respect. They just... Right walk all over girls and their emotions, and I think that's just the same idea of what a fuckboy is to you guys. Just oh, more fucking. You nailed it. Just more fucking. <laughs> more <Yeah. laughs> You're right. You're completely right. <laughs> um, wow. It's nice to know that um, it's not a generational thing and that fuckboys still exist for you guys. Oh, yeah. Too. No, they do. <laughs> Are people having sex in high school? Not that I know of. But I mean, to be, fr- to be frank, all your friends are pretty lame. Yeah, my friends, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are very lame. But um, I'm pretty sure, like, the seniors who have boyfriends are. I'm not really close with that many seniors who are, like, the popular dating guys. Like, you know, like, those girls. But um, I know that they probably have. I have, like, a 90% sure that they have. So this brings me to a uh, question to you, Elle. When did you have sex at high school? Oh, God. Do we have to do this right yeah, now? Oh, my gosh. I want to know. Yes, I did. Okay. When? When? Um, let's not put specifics around it. She was, <laughs> are you, were, you, were you Jay's age? Or? I was in Jay's grade, yes. You were a sophomore. I was talking to an older guy. Um, so, yes, that happened. And now Jay's innocence is lost completely forever. I think the innocence lost is yours. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, um, B held on to her her V card and protected it like the precious gift it was until the end of senior year. I wanted to lose it. I tried. <laughs> I was like, anyone want to take this? <laughs> take this off my hands? No, I was I was a virgin until I was eighteen years old, but I did lose it to my high school boyfriend, Aww. which I dated for all of three months. So <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a long time in high school. I uh, yeah, it was like more like we both knew we wanted to like not go to college both virgins not knowing anything not experimenting which I think is you really feel that clock ticking like the older you get in high school you're like oh my god because college has the perception of like you're gonna be sleeping around no one wants to be like that weird virgin in college so you have to suddenly lose it before college starts um which is what we felt um and I'm really glad that it happened that time and yeah no regrets good yeah so when do you feel is an appropriate time? 17. 17. Wow, 17. without even thinking. She just knew. She's obviously thought about this. I, does this have anything to do with the age of consent? <laughs> <laughs> this is a legal argument you're making. I just, I feel like 17, in my perspective, is the best age, the perfect age. You're just... You can drive, you're able to have your license, you're still in high school, you still get to enjoy yourself. At that point, you're probably a little cooler, like, than I am God, right I was now. miserable when I was 17. And just 17, you know, I guess it's just because I'm the dancing queen, so... Super lame. I, I know, <laughs> I know. But I just, ever since, 17 is the way to go. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> And now I feel judged. All right, all right. I'm um, <laughs> um, still, there's a lingering uncomfortability with the Dancing Queen reference. <laughs> Same. Still trying to, to get over that. Um, oh, do you guys use Facebook? I want to know about being Facebook official. Um, oh my God, that, that was such a thing. That was, for our generation, that was so important. That was like the you DTR. Were, you were not real unless you were Facebook official. Yeah. Even now, I feel like even in the our twenties, like I mean, oh I, no I, way! I feel like that's totally died out. I, it's died out, but like I mean, if you're some serious about you, I'm gonna want to make a Facebook official. So, were you Facebook official with the last two guys that you dated? No. Okay. Were you even friends with them on Facebook? Yes. Okay. So I was. Let me think. I think I was friends with the last two guys I dated on Facebook. Yeah, I was. Um. But we were not Facebook official. I like um, getting the the friend on Facebook because it's kind of a weird thing to ask because no one everyone, everyone always says, oh, I never really use my Facebook anymore. Right. So it's also an unfair exchange of information because I kind of use my Facebook a lot. So like not like a ton that I'm posting every day, but there's like you know, holiday photos up. And if I do something, I'm going to like upload a photo. So, and you can find like a lot of shit about me from my Facebook. Oh my God. Like the, so, the amount of like information archived in someone's Facebook, like that's really the purpose. Yeah. Of, I think that's the good of, of becoming someone's Facebook friend when you're dating them. Right. And like most guys I became friends with on Facebook, like they don't, they don't, guys don't post photos like that unless you have a girlfriend that they're, they're tagging you in photos like your Facebook presence as a guy is not big but I like bringing it up as like there's a lot of Facebook events for people our age like comedy events or shows or gigs so if it's a event that I don't feel like screenshotting to you I'm gonna like share the event on Facebook to you so that's usually how I do it that actually reminds me that's um how I became Facebook friends with the last guy I was dating um because there was a, a taco festival saying oh, yeah. 
coming up. And I was like, what's your Facebook? I need to send you this event right now so we don't forget and we can go to this. Um, and that's how we ended up becoming Facebook friends. Yeah. So. Take note, guys. <laughs> that's how you do it. So uh, you're, you have a Facebook, Jay. I do. Um, I help you make it. Yeah. Because I thought that was really important that you Wait, had a Facebook. You have a Facebook? We're not even friends. <laughs> that's how. That's how rarely I use my Facebook. I really don't use my Facebook, and neither do a lot of people in high school. I feel like very few have a Facebook, and very few post frequently. Like, even fewer. Right. Because it's just, it's like an old person's thing that we view it as now. I mean, we even, I feel like I even feel that way. That, like, it's now just, like, this form of social media that's been taken over by, like, our, you know, families and aunts and uncles and everything to share recipes. I hate that. I really did love and do love Facebook. Because how else am I supposed to know about anyone else's life? Like, no one shares as much information as they do on Facebook. That's true. That is true. Facebook is a lot more like raw information. Like it's like entire albums of pictures and not necessarily like your one perfect picture from your night out that you put on your Instagram. Right. Yeah. So there's like a lot more like potential for there's angles. There's like photos you put up, photos other people put up. So, okay. And I guess uh, you guys aren't putting up. So I remember when we were in high school, L, that we would like put up party photos of underage drinking. Yeah. And, like, and then right before we left for college, untag ourselves in all of them. Or no, when it came to college application time, we oh. actually changed our name. Yes. Everyone changed our name. <gasps> yes. And I actually. Like fake spelling. Yeah. Yeah. I still have my fake spelling. So um, it, it's funny. My, our roommate like registered me on our electric bill and he used my Facebook name spelling. So I'm not even like my real name isn't even on our electric bill. Um, but so if you guys are not doing like, you guys are not really on Facebook. So you're not like in a relationship on Facebook. What then do you do that on Instagram? Well, so the whole dating on Instagram kind of thing, a lot of people stop putting their girlfriend or boyfriend's initials in their bio. I mean, I personally hate that. Yeah. I hate it too. I don't do it. I know that my boyfriend has like a, a little J in his bio, but I... Adorable. I just, I'm I'm not like that. I don't know. I just, I never cared for it. I always looked at it and thought it was cringy. But, um, but so how do you know someone's dating someone officially? Well, you just look at the amount of times they're on their feed or how many pictures they're in. This mm-hmm. is exhausting. It is pretty exhausting, and it's it can be confusing because they could have pictures with multiple guys and just like, wait, are you dating right, any right. of them? Oh, but we know the struggle. And that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to find consistency in a face and figure out if that caption's lovey or just Going best friend to lovey. Tag photos. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that is always was. that's oh always gosh. the goldmine. The tagged photos. Oh yeah. Mm. So you really don't know unless you like go to school with them or you know them. I guess pretty what you're much. Saying. Unless they use Facebook. But, and ugh. Snapchat used to have best friends. I think that was yes. a great indicator. But now we don't have best friends. Like, you see who your best friends are, but not everyone else. Because apparently a lot of people's spots were blown oh, up. There was a lot of drama. A lot of spots were blown. A lot of tea was spilled. Look at me learning. Okay, Elle. <laughs> um, I'm personally kind of glad they took it away. Because that was sabotaging my relationship. <laughs> I would love to still have that now. I mean, that's great intel. I know they have the data. They're just not sharing it with us. <laughs> yeah. It's it's above our, you know, we uh, we don't deserve it. No. <laughs> uh, we also have to talk briefly about, like, jeweling. I feel like there's a whole subculture on oh, jewel. Yeah. Do you jewel? Oh, no. Let's define it. Like, 
Jay, why don't you tell us what a jewel is first for well, listeners? Well, from my education, <laughs> um, a jewel is a small e-cigarette that kind of looks like a USB. And um, basically, you just suck on it and smoke that's either flavored mango or mint or basically whatever you choose comes out and you inhale it and breathe it back in. But it's it's just gained so much popularity. I know so many people, so many of my friends, my lame friends have jewels. Yeah. But like, why? I mean, like, my question is, I come from like the generation of people who only vape because they used to smoke. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is now like an entire generation who have never smoked a cigarette that are vaping. Like, it's so interesting to me. Yeah, and honestly, I don't really get it myself, because I see smoking, and I think, okay, I would see a teenager doing that, but no, I can't even say that anymore. Like, I could say that two years ago, but I can't say that now. I can say that, oh my god, they're smoking, why aren't they dueling? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Wait, so do high school kids still have, like, a designated, like, spot that they go to, a corner, one might say? (laughs) Who's still smoking cigarettes? I know one person. One person who's smoking a cigarette, and he is... That weird emo photographer kid, so. Okay, see, when I was a sophomore, all of my senior friends would go down to the corner, let's call it, um, to smoke, like, at lunch or, like, after school, um, and that was, like, a big thing. Like, that was, like, you know, that was a social break, like it is for our generation. Where do you jewel? Can you jewel anywhere? Do you jewel in school? A lot of people. Jewel in school. A lot of people actually do jewel in school. They just go to the bathrooms and they do it. And actually, on Friday, um, the vice principal, I'm pretty sure, or whatever, came into the boys' bathroom and there was a whole group of boys just jeweling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. What? Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> just jeweling in the bathroom. It was insane. I, I genuinely couldn't stop laughing when I heard it. That's crazy. That's insane. So I think, does that make it, does it, it's like a cool thing to do? Mm-hmm. I it's mean, like the equivalent of someone smoking a cigarette probably when you guys were in, in high school. That's so weird. But like, jeweling costs money. Like, jewels are expensive, right? I mean, everybody knows a person who sells a jewel. It's like a jewel dealer. I don't even know, but. Oh like, my God, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. I, I went away for like a weekend with friends and one of my friend's boyfriends was like, yeah, like, he was like trying to convert like cigarette smokers to jewel smokers. And he was like, yeah, I actually have cartridges in my car. Like I can actually sell you one right now. Like, that's, like, a thing. Like, it's, like, this weird oh, pyramid yeah. scheme of, like, uh, I don't know, like, micro jewel salesmen. That is so weird. Yeah. I actually tried my first jewel yesterday, guys. What? Yeah. Do you um, tell? <laughs> the guy I was on a date with, we were talking about cigarettes, and he smoked, and uh, he used to smoke, and now he, like, jewels. And I was, like, I laughed a little, because I never heard about anyone our age jeweling. They would go on, like, the real vape, or they'll do, like, something more nicotine-based. And I even went on the Jewel website when you told me about it, Jay, for the first time. And I was like, where do you, what, you have to buy cartridges every time? That's insane. Mm Because I was using, like, vapes when they first came out, where you get the liquid, then you put it it in the tank, and then, like, you charge it. Like, it's very, like, assembly process. So he had a Jewel. And he's like, try it. And I, I did. And it literally looked like a USB thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I breathe it in. And this is after I had a real cigarette. So I was like, it feels like nothing. It feels like 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 vapor. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, well, it's cucumber flavored. So it's probably why it's so light. But it was so. I'm sorry. Weird. You went on a date with a man who smoked a cucumber flavored <laughs> jewel. 
don't do not judge the date. No further comment. No, <laughs> that uh, that one judged itself. <laughs> okay, do not judge the date on the jewel. <laughs> um, yeah, the the jewel thing overall is just very interesting to me for the same reason. Like vaping is to our generation as drooling is to yours but like we're doing it for a reason which is because we're all trying to quit smoking right eternally um what about like smoking weed like where does that lie is uh, please tell me people are still smoking weed people are smoking weed there's still that group of stoners right like i mean we all call them stoners but to be honest they're just those weird emo kids i don't think they even what no no no. there must be that 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 like the sublime shirt wearing like pe- people making gra- garage bands like I mean no I mean there's plaid shirts there are kids who are like dropping their singles on SoundCloud and being oh are kids not in bands anymore oh we have one band at school but they're like a a, a band that plays for the school who plays at like school events who no are, like, no I'm talking about like a not safe for work no nope, nope we have a safe Band. <laughs> a, a school safe band. My entire like high school experience feels like it's just been spat on. <laughs> oh my god. So no like that I can't believe that. I, I mean, know, it's hard to believe. Because when going into college, I had I watched all of these like TV shows and I expected like, you know, like rebellion and all of these like cool high school elements. I expected to go to a party and like like, you know, smoke a joint or something and right but is this because you're uncool or or is this a big picture thing no the the cool kids they jewel that's it they don't smoke weed they drink and they jewel but that's it that's insane and it's not even at parties anymore it's just like oh we all hang out on a friday night we drink and jewel we drink and jewel. What, <laughs> what are the kids drinking these days? Four Loco, Mike still, Hard. Still. Oh my god, so Four Loco started my sophomore year. Yeah. Um, um, I was, I remember, we both were there for the first Frontier Four Loco, where it was the original percentage that was highly illegal now. Yeah. Uh, that it, killed people. It was banned within, like, probably, what, like, months of, like, its first release, and they had to, like, completely oh, yeah. alter, like, the formula and you, like, couldn't get, like, original Four Loko in New York State anymore. Yeah, but we, I mean, we drank the original shit. That was hard. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> Watermelon flavor. Uh, stay woke. Um, we <laughs> drank Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> I think some girls did. Ugh, I hated um, that shit. What else? Really shitty. Whatever we got our hands on. Honestly, really. like, whatever we could steal from our parents' liquor cabinets and pour mm, into water bottles. Is that yeah. still, that's still a thing, I right? I mean. Bud Light. Not really. Natty Light. Ugh. Well, I mean, Four Loco is still the drink of choice. Like, I'd say that's the number one. And then, like, Twisted Tea comes in. And, mm-hmm. like, Mike's Hard is, like, it's yeah. it's more of a summary kind of thing yeah. that you'd have. But all that sugary bullshit, yeah. yeah. Wow. I can't believe Four Loco is still going strong. I guess that's the demographic. but No, yeah. yeah, Four Loco is going strong. Like, that's, like, the drink. But my friends are lame and we have Twisted Tea. So. <laughs> <laughs> that seems fair. <laughs> Okay, well, now I know a little bit about high school parties. Do people still hook up at parties? That, please tell me. This about. is the cringiest thing you've ever heard, and I hope you're ready for this. My friend planned a hookup with a guy, the, like, grade older than her, and they planned a hookup at a certain spot for, like, a duration of time. How, I mean, how awful is that? That's pretty awful. Okay, okay, wait. Any details? Like, what exactly did they plan about it? Like, their friends like the mediators and they talked about it and then they went back to them and told them about it 
So, like, they had representatives on each side, like, just talking about what would happen, and then they told them, and then they met up. Okay, wait, so, yes, that sounds cringy at first glance, but I'm thinking back, and it's, like, like, it's not too far from, like, my high school experience where, like, if you like someone, like, you kind of tell one of their friends. Yeah, totally. Their friends tell your friends, and they kind of talk about it, and they're like, yeah, he likes you, like, he wants to hook up with you. And they kind of, like, help engineer the whole situation. So maybe not as black and white as, like, okay, like, A and B are going to meet at this place at this time and hook up for this amount of time. But, like, oh, like, they're both going to be here at this night. Like, tell, you know, tell your friends. Tell your friend that our friend wants to, you know, wants to hook up. And then once you've got, like, mutual, like, interest confirmed by both sides, no, then, yeah. you like, know, you think happen. I see that, but, like, it wasn't even with a group of friends. It was, like, the two of them and, like, two other people. Like, it wasn't even, like, oh, we're all hanging out tonight. We're all going, like, th- to this place tonight. And then we could hook up then. It's not even like that. It's, like, them and, like, two other people waiting for them. Are your social groups, like, very separate? Or do you guys, like, hang out? <laughs> well, I, I'm, like, actually in, like, two different friend groups, sometimes three, because, I don't know, I'm, I don't really, like, commit myself to one. Like, I'm friends with a broader group that lives, like, on the other side of town, and then I have my closer friends and another group I hang out with. It's What would you, like, categorize, like, the cliques, like, the top, like, five cliques, I guess, in there's, your uh, grade? There's still the very small popular group who I basically don't even realize exists because I don't have classes with any of them because they're kind of dumb. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then um, I would honestly say that one of my group of friends is more popular than even the popular kids because like in a way they they know more people. They talk to more people. They know like seniors. They talk to seniors. They hook up with people who are older than them and stuff like that. And that's where they get their coolness. That's where more people know about them. And when they think of, oh, like, sophomore year, they think of them. So there's that group, which I would honestly say is higher than the popular kids. But you still have your typical. But, like, what makes the actual popular kids the popular kids? I I was thinking about this recently, and I'm like, people don't really... It's not that they're, like, the most liked or the most well-known or anything. It's just that they fit the stereotype that's, like been fed to us our whole lives you like know like footballers cheerleaders exactly exactly, exactly. that's, that's a stereotype from every high school movie you've ever seen as a kid and growing up and like you know it's just like as old as time like the height like the football kids and the cheerleaders are so-called popular even though like not they kind of just like themselves no one else really likes them that much i'm more yeah. curious about the unpopular groups because i had this um especially since i graduated when i run to someone who is quote-unquote in a popular friend group, they think of the unpopular kids as, like, one general, like, wash of a group, which was so untrue, because even the unpopular kids had their own groups of unpopularity. <laughs> you'll have, like, the theater nerds, and then you'll have, like, the the burnouts, and then you'll have, like, the artsy kids. Uh, so, like, those still exist. The theater kids is, like, a cult. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, it, as, yeah, as it always was. It is insane to me. And I don't know, you still have those lame kids who do lame things, like, they are in extracurricular things that are solely for academic things, mm-hmm. or they just, they're taking class, like, advanced science research, I mean, that is my So the nerds. But, um, but they're, like, the kids who don't do anything, who just 
focus all on school, which is probably for the best for them in the long run. But <laughs> <laughs> so nerds. Stop. What, we can't now? say nerds. Is I mean, that yes, not they're nerds. Okay, yeah. Well, popularity, social ranking, nerds. Yes. Yeah, I'm yes. saying give me a defined name category for these types of I losers. I mean, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's theater nerds and the like, emo <laughs> photographer writers. They're all like a separate group. Let's see. Who else? Honestly, the only things I can think about is, like, theater kids and, like, photographers. Like, those film really deep shit, like, oh, my God, this this explains all my emotions. And through this picture, it just says so many words. It says so, exactly how I feel. Like, they just, it's like that. Is there um, a lot of, like, inter-click dating? Like, like dating between clicks? Or do people kind of date within their own click? People kind of date within their own click. Interesting. There isn't... No. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense because in high school, like, your clique is the people you hang out with, the people you hang out with are the people you know best, and, like, then you end up dating via that, whereas, like, for us, it's, like, I don't know, I I find myself going on dates with, like, people I wouldn't have thought I was attracted to previously. Like, I'll go out with, like, an artsier type, or I'll go out with, like, a douchier type, (laughs) but it's because, like, it's, it's... you know, it's a free-for-all. It's fucking yeah. no man's land, like, when you're out of school and there's it's nothing, true. There's and nothing I, binding I you. I feel like I'm almost, like, cheating on my high school self when I hook up with a jock or something. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. And, I, like, I was not popular in high school, but I wasn't not not popular. I would say it was uh, popular amongst the unpopular people. So all those, I, I, like, had a lot of friends in a lot of different friend groups. So I was friends with, like, the theater nerds and the artsy people and the guys in that shitty rock band and the stoners <laughs> and the nerds. Um, so, yeah, I had, like, all these, you know, uh, friends in different places. So I was never, like, down to one friend group. But then when I'm dating someone now, I love doing the high school tests test which is I I like listen to them as a person and like I listen like I hear them talk about their high school self and I think about if our high school selves would have been friends and if it's a no that means I probably shouldn't date them because I don't think I could ever date a jock or like a like a, a guy like that or like a I mean, I love to have the body of, like, a lacrosse player. <laughs> the mind of a <laughs> With the weed-rolling abilities. Of the oh, <laughs> like, the ideal man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's really important, like, your high school self. I feel like that's still, like, that's the place where I really defined who I was and, like, what I liked. And, like, I feel like that's where I really became, like, me. I don't know if you feel the same, Elle. I kind of do. Um, I feel like I, like, was more in touch with myself in high school in ways than I was even in college. Um, so, like, I don't know. Like, I still, like, even if, you know, I kind of I grew into, like, I blossomed into a young hot bitch. But, like, I still can't, like, date a jock without, like, wanting reparations for him bullying me in high school. Right? Like, like You know, like, I'm still, like, a little bitter because I'm, like, you're one of the kids who would have, like sat at the end table at lunch and, like, you know, came over and, like, picked on kids that I was sitting with. Right. Um, and it's that perception, even no matter the high school you went to, jocks are always going to kind of act the way jocks do, you right. know? If, even if it wasn't your high school, and it, it, there's still that way of them acting, I guess. Right, right. And I, and I think it's important to say that, like, we're not, like, stereotyping. It's not, like, just because you played a sport that you're automatically an asshole. It's, 
the specific jocks that we're referring to are the people who played sports and therefore thought they were better than everyone else. Yeah. Um, and, like, only, like, really mingled amongst themselves. So um, Life has a great way of catching up with them. And I think a lot of popular people back in our day are not doing so great in their 20s. Yeah, they're all just, like, still fucking friends with each other and, like, living in our town still. And, like, mm. not that there's anything wrong with still living in our town. Um, yeah, look at me. <laughs> what a fucking lot of them are. So, um, so my final question is to you, Jay, and uh, it's like if you have any questions towards us about college, the future, dating. What do, do you I start? What do you, what do you want to know? Um, well, for both of you, I want to know if that whole idea of college, like hooking up and going to parties, if if that's true, and what your experiences were like. Okay, so I think we had, so to preface, I think we had very different college experiences. So I can kind of talk about the American, you know, big school, um, I will say Greek life experience that I had, um, which is, yeah, hookup culture is so present, going to like big parties and just like drinking really shitty alcohol and like getting wasted with your friends and like, you know, hooking up with guys like that was a thing. And you're very much plunged into that when you start college. Um and I think even if you were a nerd in high school, like you still go to parties when you first start college. No, so, fuck what you were in high school. Yeah. Yeah. It's like completely like blank slate. And even if you are still a nerd when you start off college, like you still, I think for the most part, like you go to parties and you find one way or another of like, you know, getting on the same level as everyone else. So that's very much real. Um, college relationships, I think are like, can be similar to high school relationships where they're people that you're seeing more consistently. <clears throat> so they're really built out of like, comf- like comfort more than anything. Um, and as we discussed on our last episode, they may not live much longer than the duration of college. Um, and you usually end up growing apart, but, but they are similar in that sense where it's like somebody that you're, you know, kind of on the same page with and, seeing regularly and it's like easy to have a not so serious serious relationship yeah I think college is definitely like living in a bubble I went to school abroad and uh it's definitely a different experience there especially like for four years um the American party culture kind of dies out we have this this one month called freshers where it's kind of that's all the freshmen Uh, we have they call them first years and they go out and they drink and they party and it's for one month. And then after that kind of dies down. So I went through freshers twice because I was switched schools. So <laughs> going through freshers the second time was like tiring. Like you're over it. Um, but no one knows how to party like an American. I'm, like I, I went to American like parties, sorority parties, fraternity parties when I visited my friends. Um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely an experience. I don't think I would have liked it for that long. You know, it's, like, a nice, like, one-off kind of thing. But I love living in a city. And I love, like, getting out of, like, campus. And, like, you felt, like, very adult and very real. Like, and I think in college campus life, it's very, like, small, which makes things, like, similar to, like, a high school relationship. Like, a lot of people end their high school relationship and they start a college relationship. A lot of people end their college relationship when they graduate college. Yeah. So it's just, like, about people fitting in at the right place of your life. And when you realize it, Maybe it's, like, sometimes it's just not that, it's not worth the effort to put in to, like, you know, have someone that long distance. Um, But, yeah, um, hookup culture definitely existed. 
Um, but I think a lot of my friends uh, had were more really like they had long term relationships and like they dated one guy for a majority of their college experience. So you didn't have the uh, American college fuckboy experience. <laughs> oh no, there were fuckboys for sure. Um, uh, but they did not have happen in the same frequency and not in the same way. And like again, I went to like a school in like like a major European city, so it's so different. Um, mm-hmm. If you've ever went to school here, you definitely already know what it is. They use a lot of keywords. But <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> Another question I have is that I know that, oh, you were involved in Greek life. And oh. I just, I want to know, like, to people who you were outside of your sorority or outside of another frat, those parties that you went to, were they only for Greek life people, like, people in... Well, so, like, you have, um, like, the open parties, like, at the beginning of the year where, like, I mean, really, like, you don't realize this when you're a freshman and you're just going to a party. You think it's just a party for the sake of throwing a party, but it's really, like, for them to be able to pick the kids that they want to join their frat that semester Um, and to just get, like, slutty freshman girls to come out and come to their house. Um, But then, like, after, like, the whole recruitment season and everything... um, it's mostly just like closed parties between like one frat and one sorority, like they're called mixers. Um, <clears throat> and I think that once you get past like open party recruitment season, whatever, like mixers are really where if you're gonna like end up like talking to someone or like dating them, like it, you're more likely to meet them there than like just like you know at a crazy open party. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like I don't know, it's like this weird, I, I hated Greek life to be honest, and like it's this weird, like almost like inbreeding of like you know getting mixed with like you know one frat and one sorority and like trying to like force chemistry Mm. um and you end up making some really good friends but for the most part like eh, it's just shitty yeah so this one goes out to both of you guys so b you were in a completely different city far from home and l you were relatively close but you still went to a college that was far and you both had to make new friends and meet people. And what was the experience experience like for both of you? Um, okay, I'll keep mine short because we're ending the near end of the podcast. Um, but making new friends, especially when you're in a different country, you just like had to be done. I think we can both say making friends in college is definitely easier than making friends in your 20s because yeah. it's it there's so many things that you can start a friendship over having class together living nearby living in the same you know halls or residency it's like there's a million reasons to be friends with someone you honestly you have too many friends and then you when you're after you graduate it's so hard to make friends in a new city like I moved to a new city this summer um or last summer, and, like, making new friends was, like, literally my coworkers, and then, like, going on Tinder dates. Like, I had no one of new friends. Because yeah. when you're in your 20s, everyone already has their friends. They've met everyone they've already are, are going to meet, for the most part. And I think, like, even if you are open to making a new friend, like, you have that expectation that, like, they already have their own friends. Right. Friends are easy in college. You should not worry about friends. We should be worrying about friends. <laughs> <laughs> as well as dating and yes. everything else. Your best friends are yet to come. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you, Jay, for joining us on this podcast. I hope you had a good time. Hope you was, learned a lot. It was good, yeah. We learned a lot. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we learned a lot. Um, and I hope our, our listeners learned a lot about high school, high school, what's happening right now. Yeah. We got to stay woke, guys. You know, we're not <laughs> oh, trying God. to get too old. 
I was part of the podcast, so. Yeah, and if nothing else, hope it was a nice nostalgic, you know, refresher and just brought you back to your <laughs> cringy, awkward high school days and high school dating. Yeah. I'm already wearing plaid in my sublime shirt, so I'm just going to smoke a joint and buy a Fort Loco now. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> okay. Um, so follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at NotURGF podcast. Um, we'll link it in the bio. We'll link it. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.